One of the um, hard realities of life is that reality is hard. And I, I've talked about this many times on the air, uh, particularly around the energy transition, right? And I think we've got a federal government that likes to be very ambitious and very aspirational and say, we're going to do this by this date, we're going to do that by that date and all the rest. And then if you go back and check, we've done none of those things by any of those dates. It just doesn't ever seem to happen. And there are massive fights being waged at the political level right now, as you know, between Alberta and Ottawa, which are kind of they're political. Um, who knows how this is going to be determined? You can set all the goals that you want. First of all, start meeting some of them, and then I'll get worried about them. And second of all, deal with the reality that's on the ground, right? If you talk about this kind of situation, and you've got on one side of the spectrum, and you've heard them, the people that saying, that's it, end fossil fuels right now. Okay, well, we'd all freeze to death in a few months. So can't really start a conversation with you there. And then on the other side, you've got people who say, hey, listen, there's no climate change. Let's just keep doing what we've always done. Yeah, well, I mean, most of the science would bear out that that's not going to work out for us either. So neither opposite end of the spectrum is a good place to work. So it's got to be somewhere in the middle, right? And the reality is there. It doesn't get affected by any of these things, by the aspiration or by the resistance. It just is. It is what it is. And in Canada right now, polling shows that Canadians are finding the reality of how much it costs them just to get by on a day-to-day basis is the reality currently overriding some of their desires to tackle climate change and to do so quickly. Not surprised by these findings, but let's get some details on how they break down. We're going to chat with Sean Simpson, who is Vice President of Ipsos Public Affairs. Sean, thanks so much for joining us. Always appreciate your time. Good morning. So, in a nutshell, you did some polling here and you found that, yeah, Canadians want to see urgent action taken on climate change, right? They're in Mm -hmm. agreement. The majority say that. That's right. Yes, Uh, 6 in 10, 59% say that... If Canada's government does not act now to combat climate change, it will be failing the people of Canada. And that feeling has intensified. It's up three points from earlier uh, in the year. And, I mean, we don't have to uh, look too far to understand why that's the case with all the wild, wildfires that have been, been happening around us. But it, almost in the same breath, um, only 35% say, you know, now, or one, one in three say it's now's the time to act. And an equal proportion saying now is not the time to act because we have too many great challenges on the economic front. Uh, and, and we just, you know, we can't, uh, we, we don't have the money to, to put towards uh, more resources to fight climate change. Okay, we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, first, in terms of those who want uh, urgent action on climate change, as you say, six and 10, they want the government to act. They also want business to act, right? They're, that's part of this. That's right. Equal proportion, six and ten, uh, say that uh, if business doesn't act, uh, they'll be failing Canadians. And uh, a nearly equal proportion saying that if individual Canadians don't act urgently, we'll be failing each other. So there is a general consensus that you know more needs to be done by more people more quickly. Not surprisingly, Canada um, at six and ten, Alberta. Far less than that, about half of that, right? <laughs> That's right, yes. We see in quite consistent in, in much of our data uh, that Albertans are a little less likely to feel um, that the battle against climate change is, is urgent. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, greater economic concerns. I mean, given the, the, the price of oil over the last, you know, half decade or even longer at this point, um, 
uh, Albertans have have been teetering on recession, uh, you, you know, where the other parts of Canada have been humming along nicely. Uh, there have been greater job losses. Uh, the housing correction was maybe more acute in, in, in Calgary and other areas. So there's just, you know, more challenges facing Albertans uh, financially than most of the other uh, Canadians across the country. As a result, they prioritize economic yeah. measures. And, you know, if everything has is a give or take, deprioritize environmental measures. Which, as you say, makes perfect sense. And you can you can even make that argument as it carries over to, you've got 6 and 10 Canadians saying, yes, we need urgent action on climate change from the government and from business. But at the same time, um, at least a third of Canadians saying, but wait a minute, uh, let's not do that right away because we've got other prior- priorities that are more important. And those are making ends meet, right? Yeah, that, that's right. And uh, we know from our other polling that we've done for, for Global News that um, concerns about inflation, concerns about interest rates are particularly acute in Canada. In fact, when we look at 30 or 40 other countries uh, around the world in which we, we conduct regular uh, these regular surveys, uh, Canadians have been over the last year ranked about fourth or fifth in terms of their level of concern about inflation. It's not that inflation is higher here than it is in Argentina or Turkey or other countries where we've been doing doing the polling. Uh, it's just that we're in a, an unprecedented situation. You know, we had inflation at 2% for uh, the better part of four decades, uh, at least three. Uh, and so when inflation was at 6%, it's three times the norm. And everybody's uh, freaking out. Interest rates are about three times where they were uh, two years ago. People are concerned about that and the impacts of that. And so um, we cannot underestimate the the, the level of uh, anxiety there is among Canadians about uh, the economy yeah. and more specifically finances and their ability to put food on the table. And that's the thing, Sean. When you're talking about your ability to you know pay your mortgage, pay your rent, put food on the table, those things are going to override anything else that you may have set as a priority for very good reason. Absolutely. That's the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Exactly, uh, right? if, if you can't feed your children, and, and, you know, this sounds like a sensational thing to say, but we've conducted that research and we know that, uh, you know, over 60% of parents with kids in the household worry about their ability to put food on the table for their children. So if, you know, if, if that's your immediate concern, trying to get organized with China and the U.S. and other countries to have a coherent and consistent approach to combating climate change, that just falls further down your list of priorities. Interestingly, in your polling, you also asked Canadians if they felt our government actually had a plan, like even if we were going to mm-hmm. jump into this. And, and most of them say, yeah, no, I don't think they really do, right? That's right. Yeah, very few think the government actually has a plan or not one that they've been able to comprehend. Um, the And this you know, is the big challenge for the Trudeau Liberals. They're long in the tooth at this point. Uh, they don't seem to have a plan uh, on climate change. They don't seem to have a plan on affordability. They don't seem to have a plan on housing. And I'm not saying that any of these are easy issues, uh, because they're not. They're complicated issues. But Canadians are looking to their leaders for solutions, and they just don't see them. Meanwhile, uh, Trudeau on the right is being pounded by Polyev on affordability, on the left being pounded by Singh on on housing. And it's, you know, that's called a double envelopment. And it's very difficult uh, to find your way out of there, especially when the solutions are so difficult to spot. Yeah, and you ask Canadians, what are the solutions? What would they be willing to accept, at least? Like, what would be something? And it's pretty clear, right? They, they, if you can save them money, they're all in. They'd love to see that. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the number one uh, thing that would encourage them to take more action is a financial incentive. However, that's down five points, meaning that all kinds of other things are up slightly. What are those things? Well, having easy access to information on, on the stuff they can take every day. And this is a point I've been hammering home in my interviews because, you know, I remember as a school child, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. You know, and that was easy. And I think for the most part, everybody does that where it's available. But what's next? We haven't really had that catchy slogan to tell us what else we need to do. Um, other things that, that make them more uh, encouraged to tackle, uh, to take change, um, seeing the impact of climate-driven weather events in their country, well, clearly we're seeing that, or uh, in other parts around the world, like like Maui, uh, seeing friends, family, and neighbors making the change, so there's a bit of a mob mentality. If I see others doing it, then collectively we can have an impact. That's just you have six points from earlier in the year. What is also up, though, is the proportion who say they already do everything they can one in four canadians saying that's it i'm doing everything i can yep that's up six points and again i think the reason is financial absolutely i agree with you i wonder and uh, this polling actually goes back what to july i think right prior to what we've seen in the northwest territories prior to what we saw in british columbia do you think as somebody who's been in this game a while the numbers would be different if you took that poll now yeah, especially uh, knowing that so many Canadians say seeing the impacts of devastation makes them feel differently about climate change. Now, we did have, uh, when this poll was prior to this poll being conducted, you know, wildfires in Atlantic Canada, Nova Scotia, in Ontario and Quebec. So, it, it, you know, it was it was top of mind. But, uh, you know, Kelowna, yeah. uh, Northwest Territories and Maui, you know, uh, this is not, not just top of mind now. It's, it's quite an, an ongoing concern. So I would say that if we were to do this poll again, I'm sure we will at some point down the road, uh, we're going to see even more urgency around taking action on climate change. And even as there will be more urgency, Sean, if people are having a hard time putting food on the table, they'll still rate it lower than that, which makes perfect sense. Yep. Yep. In which case, what we'll see is uh, an even more difficult uh, policy situation where we've got these sort of seemingly competing priorities of climate change in the economy. What we need to do is figure out the solutions where those are no longer competing priorities, but that's uh, more easily said than done. Absolutely it is. Sean, great insight as always. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it.